0: As-salamu alaykum, dear listeners and welcome to CIC's podcast channel. In this series, Sheikh Akram will explore the profound teachings of Imam Nawawi, one of the most revered Islamic scholars of our time. His collection of 40 hadith encompasses a treasure trove of guidance and timeless wisdom. So get ready to be inspired and motivated. more. Hadith al-Hadi wal Amr قل لي في الإسلام قولا لا أسأل عنه أحدا غيرك قال قل آمنت بالله ثم This asked the asked the messenger tell me in Islam something. Then after that I don't need to ask anyone else after that about that. The Prophet summarized the Islam in such a nice thing. really. He says, say آمنت I believe in Allah. Believe in Allah means آمنت بالله I believe in him that he is the Rabb, he is the creator he is the doer he does everything and I believe him as being Allah, he is the Ma'bud. all the prayers and all the du'a everything to him, to all isti'ana and i'bada for Allah alone. So when you say Allah, meaning is that you don't worship anyone other than him, and you don't ask anyone other than him. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is alone as Rabb, and he is alone as Allah. آمنت بالله رب و بالله إله ثم استقيم, then be firm on that, don't move from that, it is really very important. And that's why the Quran also says in one of you know, in the surah in Surah Tuhud, in another surah, Quran says, وَاسْتَقِمْ kama Oh Allah the Messenger, be firm on the path as you have been commanded. Istiqama, being firm on the path really is very important, not, not easy. You know, people show, you know, people are very much interested, if somebody makes a miracle, you know, for example, if there's no food and I, I make dua and food comes from the, from the heaven. So people think it's a big thing, but it's not a big thing really. Big thing really is to worship Allah alone. And to do your prayer properly, if you keep doing prayer properly in the congregation, that's far, far better than all this. istiqamah and the imam, that's far, far better than many, many miracles. And when people make miracles, it does not make them nearer to Allah Taala. One subhanallah is better than 1,000 miracles. If you find a shaykh, he keeps showing the miracle. He asks, food food is there. It's all from Allah. So anyway, Allah's actions are not going to make you nearer to him. Your actions make you nearer to him. If you see about any Sufi shaykh or any saint, they have so many miracles, don't be impressed. Because miracles are actually a power of Allah ta'ala. So how Allah's action can make you nearer to him. Your actions make you nearer to him. One subhanallah is better than many, many miracles. So when somebody says subhanallah, he becomes near to Allah taala And when somebody shows a miracle, he's not near to Allah taala Miracles don't make anybody near to Allah ta'ala. So Iman, istiqamah, that means the Quran says, إِنَّ الَّذِينَ قَالُوا رَبُّنَ اللَّهِ those people who say our, our, our Rabbi is Allah and they became firm on that for them actually is you know, you know descend from the heaven and then they greet them and they welcome them to so, you know, this thing and you know and, and that's why one of Abu al-Qasim al who wrote a Rasala Qashariya one of the Sufi sheikh said Man lam Yakun mustaqeeman fi halehi da'a sa'yuhu wa khaba jidduhu those people who are not firm on the path of the Iman, then all their effort is wasted and all their you know, work is gone. You know, keep working so much, then they, you know, don't you know, don't insist, don't remain firm, gone. You know, be firm. So we start the prayer, keep doing the prayer all your life. Fasting, zakat, and hajj, and also all the good deeds, good characters, keep doing them. Never, never leave for the people. And just saying among the Sufis, al-istiqamatu khayrun min alfi karamatin. Istiqama, being firm on the path of Allah, is better than 1000 karama, 1000 miracle. And in our time, really, if somebody has a miracle, everybody becomes so happy and everybody keeps telling. People don't understand, really, that when people attend the prayer in the mosque, that is better than many karama. Doing the prayer on the time is better than the karama. If somebody shows the karama and miss the prayer of the fajr, nothing is there. But the person who did the prayer of the fajr is far better than that person. Every sunnah of the Prophet is better than many karama. If somebody eats with the right hand, that person while eating with the right hand is better than another person who's showing a karamat at that time. any of Prophet If you follow that, you get more reward than those people who show many many karamat. Don't run after those things. These karamat don't make you nearer to Allah If Allah does with you, it is respect from him, honor from him, you know, it is help from him, but it does not make you nearer to him. You only can be nearer to Allah by working, by action. That's why you can see, among the salaf you don't find karamat. You know, Sahaba and Tabi'in don't have so many karamas, but they have istiqama. They have iman, istiqama, amal, mujahada, jihad. That's what they have got. But later people, you can find so many, many of them made up anyway. Most of the stories you hear about the karamas, they don't exist. They are made of the people. If you come there, nothing is there. Otherwise, you can see many of these people making stories that I met khadir and this and that. I lost the way and the khadir came and helped him. How do you know it is khadir? You know, any Bedouin comes and tells you this is the way and you think you got khadir? You know, if you are in desert, somebody comes to you, you and tell you this is the way path, follow that. And somehow, if you read actually, the books of the Sufi Shaykh of Punjab, every Sufi Shaykh has got Khadir. Khadir actually, somehow, Khadir is very keen to be in Punjab. More, really, you can see, more Sufi of Shaykh, Sufi Shaykhs of Punjab, they have got more Khadir. No, Khadir has business. If Khadir is alive, first thing is he is not alive anyway. But if he is alive, he has to do something. Why he has to be in Punjab all the time? But if you read the books of the Sufis of Punjab, every Sufi shaikh claims that they met Punjab, they met Khadir. How can you know his Khadir? And what a sign, and maybe he's a liar. If somebody is am Khadir, how can you know his Khadir? Do you know what Khadir means? How can you know him? So, you know, don't go for this thing. And people tell this story, so their disciples become impressed by them, and the shaikh becomes a big Shaq. So you know, if you want to test a person, look how he is, how his Iman is, how his Amal is, how his Ibadah, how his prayers are, then be impressed. How he reads the Quran, how he avoids the Haram, and how he follows the halal, then you impressed by the person and follow him. Don't go for the Karama, don't go for Khadir, that in a meeting so-and-so. And some people will tell you a story that uh, my Shaykh, you know, he is a, in Lahore, but when the time of the prayer comes, he prays in the Kaaba. Don't follow people like that, they're liars. It never can happen to the people to be in two places at the same time. If somebody says like that, that is a sign that he's not a Shaykh, he's a liar. If the Prophet never do like that, the Prophet was so keen to be in, in the haram. When he was leaving the Makkah al-Mukarrama, he turns to Makkah and says, Oh Makkah, you are so beloved to me. I had your people not forced me to leave you. I never have left you. If he had, there is Karama of praying in the Kaaba, why he is he regretting? He could be in Medina, still pray in the Kaaba. Nobody can, nobody can harm him. But never it happened. never happened for the Prophet ﷺ that he is in Medina and praying in the Kaaba. It never happened with him. And no never happened for anybody. To anybody who claims to you that they are you know, in certain city and at that time praying in the Kaaba, they are liar. That is a sign that you must not listen to them and must not follow those people. Al Hadith al al bi Abdullah Jabir Abdullah أن رجلا سأر رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم فقال رأيت إذا صليت المكتوبات وصمت رمضان وأحللت الحلال وحرمت الحرام ولم أزيد على ذلك شيئا أدخل الجنة قال نعم. Mayn ask the Prophet عليه وسلم uh, tell me, if I pray the maktubat, those prayers which are written upon me, because the Qur'an says, in the Salat Kanat ala mu'mineen kitab mawqutah, so prayer is a written thing, so that why asked, referring to the prayer as something written, so they are obligatory; they are written, if I do the prayers which are written upon me, and I fast the month of Ramadan, and I follow the halal, halal, I consider the halal as halal, and consider the haram as haram, and then I don't add anything on that, what means don't add, from myself. Not that if Allah commands him, he will not add. Any new thing, I don't do from myself. Will I intend to paradise? You know, you will intend to... And it has come in many, many hadith. The Arab Jews came and they asked the Prophet if I do this, this, and, you know, and I don't add anything, will I intend to paradise? And the, the person, yeah, the people who do... People follow the Islamic commands and don't add anything from themselves, they will intend to paradise. So these are the key things. And making halal and haram, halal, and making haram at haram, these things guarantee people to enter into uh, paradise. Uh, to stop it here, inshallah, if you have any question, uh, please ask. Um, you mentioned um, uh, the reports, um, the uh, Salais, uh, the Arash on Fort, Benin, mm. or, uh, Fort mm. and this is often quoted but I wasn't sure on the, which book of Hadith it's in or, or the, the source. Mm. Some people say it's not so, not so uh, correctly attributed to the Prophet himself. Do, do you know that? Yeah, that, that actually I didn't say the Hadith. I said, you know, it, it is being said uh, by the people. Because the reason, out of please, the Prophet was given the command of you know prayer in the mi'raj. So mi'raj basically you know the prayer makes people to become higher, you know to leave all this world and they become nearer to Allah, swt, Allah. To Allah that. That's why people say Salat in of the believers. But I don't know about the Hadith. But you know this is very often said that the Salat in mi'raj of the believers. But you know, inshallah, I'll make effort to try if I can check or if anybody knows, you know they, they let us know inshallah. So there is an online question mm-hmm. uh, Sheikh mentioned that uh, you know, salah would help people avoid sins and, and, uh, and other evil deeds. Uh, sisters asking what about for sisters when they are in the monthly cycles they can do the salah? You know women in those conditions where they cannot do ibadah, they still get reward. You know it's not exactly the same thing like doing it but still they are their are, they are force. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for his own wisdom, he had made the women to have those things. So, it is not, not, not meet that they are deprived of the reward. But the best thing for the women in those conditions is because since they cannot do the prayers, they cannot do read the Quran, so the best thing is to do a tasbih. A tasbih. The best tasbih that has come in the hadith is Subhanallah, walhamdulillah, walla ilaha illallah, wallahu akbar, wala hawla, wala qubat illaha illa Keep saying this thing, so inshallah your reward will be very high. So, note, and you know, that actually will make Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala next to you. So that impurity no doubt stops you from the prayer, from the fasting and from so many things. But still you can be near to Allah by, you know, by, by doing this and thinking about Allah thinking about him. So uh, and also thinking that Allah Taala has made this problem for you, uh, you know, it is from him and I'm patient and I'm doing sabr, you get reward for that. So you know, nearness to Allah you know, is a, not, does not depend uh, 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 on those things. If people are in forced conditions, they still get reward. Like somebody is not feeling well and they ill, they cannot attend the mosque prayer in the mosque they still will get reward for all good deeds that they have been doing when they were in good health. So Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala, you know, He He knows the heart of the people. So you know, one should not lose the hope, and in you know, hope, inshallah, Allah Allah will help the people. Sisters have question. Uh, I still, if some, if my brother like shave, and my sister don't wear hijab, what's the position? Hazrat Musa salam will intercede for them, my brother or my sister, because you know, if my brother shave or trim, trim, or my sister uh, take out the hijab, Hazrat Musa salam will intercede for them. You know, intercession in the day of judgment. You know, it is actually happening. Uh, with the command of Allah wa ta'ala. First thing I should understand this properly. Whenever intercession shafa will happen in the day of judgment, it is not that anybody can intercede for anybody. Every intercession will happen with the command of Allah wa ta'ala. Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala will, like, will uh, like to honor the prophet messenger and the pious people and ask them to re- intercede for so many people, This people, you know, this number of people, they will do. So inter- first thing intercession will not happen by the will of any prophet or messenger, it is not that they are going to intercede intercession only will happen with the command of Allah SWT. There are people who will go paradise anyway for their good deeds but there are certain people for him Allah SWT will make a remit that so and so people they will be interceded by Nu Ali salam so and so by Muhammad so and so for these people. So first thing learn this thing. And similarly thing also learn that in the day of judgment the actions, the deeds of the people will be weighed. If people's good deeds are more than their bad deeds, they will go to paradise. If the good deeds are less than the bad deeds. We hope Allah can forgive them and if He will not forgive them, at least they will get punishment of their sins and then after that they will be made to enter to paradise. If a woman does not cover their her head or somebody shave the beard or something like that, somebody misses some sunnah, and sunnah, that are very important. So, you know, there is sin in that. But if that person has got many other good deeds and overall his good deeds are more than the, his sins. You know, you know there are people, for example, we keep praying and doing everything, we have big beard and everything. But we backbite. We don't understand backbiting in Islam is actually worse than sh- uh, shaving the beard and then uncovering the, uh, the head. People don't understand that backbiting actually worse fa- than all these things and people don't care about that. Many, many people who are pious, they keep backbiting. Lying in Islam is you know, worse than, you know, than, than, than shaving the beard or you know, than taking off your hijab. So one has to understand actually the balance in Islam. In Islam, actually there are major sins, there are minor sins. And major sins, they are always worse and more severe than minor sins. And in the day of judgment, first things people will go, uh, question actually about the major sins and minor sins we understand if people do minor sins that the prayer, the ibadat, you know, they can remove them and Allah SWT can forgive them easily, the Quran, Quran also says in hadith, but major sins, they only can be forgiven if people ask Allah to forgive them. So very often we people, we don't care about the major sins and we are talking about the minor sins. Uh, I just have a question regarding the Hadith, regarding um, shyness or, or shame, if you don't feel ashamed, <laughs> then do as you wish. So just to understand, does that mean that this is regarding you who have taqwa, who by default they have haya, and if, as it's referred to, perhaps those matters which are maybe doubtful and therefore they can use some kind of they can do something which is not haram, but something which, uh which maybe, in other words, they shame doesn't stop them, then this means that this is something good. Is that the meaning of this? No, no. Haya means, haya uh, basically means that malaka, that quality inside the people, which stops them from doing wrong things, you know, in front of the people, in front of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. For example, there are certain things you don't want, like. For example, you know, you put on the clothes because we don't want to be naked in front of the people, but when you are alone then you think you are alone, you take off your clothes. But you think no, Allah is there. Haya stops you even being naked alone when you are alone. So, this Haya basically means you don't want to, you you know, uh, some some things of your body and actions to be seen other people. So, when people have this Haya, it stops them from many, many evil. That Haya means. Sometimes, for example, people have got some bad habit. But that bad habit, if they are in front of the people, they don't do it. They control themselves. It is good Haya. But when you are alone, also think Allah is there to have Haya from Allah Taala. so basically like you know and mostly like for example in, in the clothes in the naked and, and talking and like for example you know some people uh, you know uh, say you know things which are very very bad so, you know saying that Allah Taala is there you know he is seeing there feel Haya from Allah Taala. if your father is there you will not say those things so feel Haya from Allah so basically this this quality inside the people which stops them from doing the evil in front of the people or in front of Allah Taala. that is Haya. <coughs> If Allah a test this a question from sister, if Allah test test on someone's life, <coughs> he does not make dua to Allah to relieve it because he wants to be patient and come in the day of judgment, wishing for the reward of sabbath, is that attitude, uh, a right attitude? No, I, I, I don't really think people should do like that. Really. Because whenever, we should be like sarayv of Allah. We should not show that we are strong. In front of your Lord you should show that you are very, very weak. So the way basically is when you have difficulty problem come to him that oh, Allah ta'ala help me. But after that if he keeps the problem then be patient. But don't insist on the problem that you know I want to be sabr and then in the, because it means really that you want to show that you are strong enough. And it, if Allah taala does not like that he can make the problem worse so you cannot do sabr. So understand this thing properly that you know sabr basically means, sabr, sabr means that don't complain to the people. Sabr does not mean that don't complain to Allah. Like Yaqub alislam. You know, he complains to Allah, but not to, complain to the people, but to Allah subhanahu He said, Wa Yusuf. He said, and then if people said to him, they said, wa Allah, I only complain my grief to Allah. Complaining to Allah is not against sabr. But complaining to the people that against the sabr. So when you have sabr, you have you know you should really complain to Allah subhanahu wa To complain to Allah is never against the sabr any problems come to you come to allah ask him you get reward of sabr and also you get the reward of the of the dua but when you go to the people and complain to them then it is not sabr then you don't get reward is it clear so sabr is uh, dua is not against the sabr at least dua is going to help you for the sabr we hope you enjoyed this episode. To help us create more content like this and more, please consider supporting us by donating whatever you can. Please visit www.cambridgeislamiccollege.org and click the donate button. khairan.